Do you know what my favorite price is? Free 99. I am a sucker for free stuff. It could be free t-shirts, free pens, free lanyards, even if I don't ever use it in the future. I love getting free stuff. And so that's why I wanted to put together my five favorite free Bible study tools and give them to you because there are some fantastic free software options to go deeper in your Bible study, to answer questions that you have about the Bible and about God from reputable sources, and to really help you on your faith journey. So if you want to download my free guide with my top free Bible study tools, just go to fivefreebibletools.com. That's the number five, freebibletools.com, or you can click the link in the show notes to download your copy today. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Practical Christian Podcast. We are currently in the middle of a road to discovery, is kind of how I'm thinking it, where I am reaching out to disciples, Christians, pastors that I look up to, that I respect, that have been having conversations and fully investing themselves in the discussions that are currently being more widespread regarding uh, racial injustice, regarding politics and the role that that plays in our interactions with each other within the local church. And last week, I had an opportunity to talk to Angel Maldonado, who was one of the co-founders of the AND campaign, which is really focused on training and equipping Christians on the right way to be engaged in civil discourse and to be engaged in uh, local and national politics, but not in a way where we are trying to convince all of our brothers and sisters to vote for one party or the other, but to make Jesus Lord of our politics and to be a light and uh, an example that can positively shape the country that we live in. And we talked about a wide range of issues. I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to last week's uh, episode if you haven't yet. But the clip that I want to play for you this week, I thought was super helpful for me because I know for a lot of us, these conversations can be very hypothetical, can be very philosophical almost, right? Like we're, we're having conversations about things and it feels very abstract and it can be difficult to like know, okay, well, what do I do? With this information, like what's the action step? What can I do to be a positive influence and uh, a you know a force for good in the world? So in this clip, Angel is going to outline two main things that he teaches to his congregation, uh, specifically on what they should do in order to move forward, and then also the mindset that we should have. At the tail end of this clip, you'll hear him share about how important hope is. And that regardless of how we're feeling in our present circumstances, we should always return back to a state of hopefulness and uh, looking forward to the kingdom of God coming. That it's very easy to kind of get tunnel vision and only see what's right in front of us. But that hope for the future, that hope that God is going to do something, that hope that God is active in our situations is critical to our long-term health and growth as Christians. Enjoy this clip from Angel. There's two things that I that I try to help the church with consistently, because I'm not going to solve every problem for them. Um, our leaders aren't going to solve it. So really, 
one, you got to have a circle of trusted friends that you can talk to of even diverse philosophies and thinking, right? But that you can really be honest with and be weak with and ask the questions that you need to ask. And so those relationships are so key to be able to process our lives because it could just be a lot, especially now, 2020 with the pandemic and everything else that's going on on top of that. You need to be able to process in a safe space, people that will not condemn you, people that will not judge you in the moment, but will lead you back to Jesus in a loving way. And then secondly, I tell our members is find some way to be involved. Because if you're feeling hopeless by any type of situation, then it just helps to know that you're doing something, even if it is as simple as praying. Praise God. Like you are committed to praying for um, our government. You are committed to praying for our president. You know, yes, the Bible talks about praying for all of our elected officials, everybody. And in, in, you don't just stop. You don't stop praying for Trump because you don't you don't like them. Like that's not biblical. That's not what the Bible says. So you can feel how you want to feel, but you're going to do it. So even if it's as simple as praying, even if it's as simple as even for us, well, I'm going to help people know Jesus. And that is, that's going to be my, and okay, great. Like figure out something. What, what, where do you feel called to serve? Where do you feel called to get involved? I told our Christians, just pick one issue, one issue. There's too many issues to try to tackle them all. Just pick one and know that you are doing good and be committed to it for the long run. One of the things we just recently talked about was a persistent widow. The parable of the persistent widow actually talks about a widow who was seeking justice and did not leave the judge alone until she got justice. And so she was committed to that issue until the judge changed his mind. And ultimately, he's like, she's wearing me out. I'm going to go ahead and give her justice because I can't put up with it. And so he was moved because of her persistence. So many times we just run with the issue of the day, but we never complete the last thing we were passionate about. So be prayerful and mindful about where you want to be uh, involved and see it through to the point where you're praying about it, you're sacrificing, you're investing at some point. You reap what you sow, I believe you will see change. And then you got to celebrate the victories. We can't constantly be in this. It's good to mourn and it's good to lament. We need that. And it's good to be angry. There is a such thing as righteous anger. The Bible says, do not sin in your anger, right? But there's a point you can't stay there. We have to, we have to get peace from God and we have to process those emotions and we have to put something into action. And then when things happen that actually our godly and justice is served, we should celebrate, not just jump to the next thing, the next bad thing that has happened. Because really, if we stay in this constant um, constant state of rage and hopelessness, how are we ever going to be the light that the world needs us to be? And so those are the two things that we, that we talk about. Man, have a safe space, a safe circle of friends, and then find somewhere, be committed to serving, to changing something. Because then when tough times come, you know, okay, well, I'm doing my part and that's okay. I'm doing my part and I'm going to encourage others to do their part. If everybody just does a little bit, a lot will get done, but we can't, nobody, one person or even one church 
one physical, one local congregation can solve all the problems. And that's the beautiful thing about God's kingdom, his universal kingdom, where you see Christians all around the world um, being a light for Jesus. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.